welcome to the stage, Mike Good morning, party people. Welcome back. Welcome back. Fun little Tuesday. We had a little bit of basketball action. We got a little into the So Rare Streets. Uh, who do we have with us this morning? We see, oh, Luke. Okay, Luke Cornett is Sneep's dad. That's good news. Grote out here from Tokyo right now. That is the type of commitment and energy I'm looking for from all of you. The common man's up in the chat. We got Maddox Auto Stubbs here. Bottom line, Sandra's here. Let's go. Veronica, good morning. Steve's also on Twitch again. We have Boston Bases in the car. Sorry for the less, excuse me, fewer jokes, as he says. Um, hope everybody watched uh, or enjoyed watching that dog uh, doo-doo game of uh, football last night. Or maybe, maybe you went over there and watched Chet versus Wemby, which I think is what we're going to talk about for most of the show. Look at Billy Jackson in here. But first, to address the controversy of Team Holt. A lot of you, a lot of you VIPs probably got an email maybe to your spam that was like your memberships have been paused. Oh my God, we got Epic Nico in the chat too. Let's go, Nico. Um, yeah, so uh, sincerest apologies to all of you uh, who got your memberships paused. But you know what? We flew a little too close to the sun, all right? Uh, I think maybe some of our green screen videos we weren't supposed to do, maybe some of our fun little jokey jokes that we posted, maybe uh, Pat Bev uh, sharing some of his clips got us in the doghouse. So uh, if your YouTube membership got paused, don't worry. We, we're not going anywhere. Uh, but we're uh, out here uh, <laughs> doing the appeal process right now, which is, you know, very exciting. That's exactly what I wanted to be doing this morning. I got up at 6 a.m. Uh, and I was like, dearest YouTube gods, my name is Team Old. Uh, and had to explain what our content's all about, baby. And I think we'll be fine in like a few days or so. So apologies if that uh, made anyone be like, oh my God, what happened to our YouTubes? Uh, worst case scenario, we're taking it to Patreon. Um, I'm not really too worried about it. We're honestly not making nearly enough money for this to matter. So <laughs> um, anyway, so stay tuned for your VIPs. Maybe it'll give us an opportunity to restructure our VIP, you know? Yeah, terms of service, you can go off it. Uh, anyway, so that, that was, so again, apologies if you get that email, um, here, let's do some, uh, administrative stuff here real quick. If you haven't liked the stream and subscribe F off, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and do that. We are now up to, I believe it is, I believe it is, let's see, 10,372 subscribers on our way to 10,400. I'm going to sneak attack. We got two weeks left. Do you think we can get to 11 K before the start of the season? I'll say by the end of, um, Maybe by the end of that tip-off show, which is coming October 24th. Maybe that's the goal. Can we bang out 600 new subs by then? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, if you missed the return of the 89 Cavs, that came back last night. That was a lot of fun. Steve was very upset at us as he did not like some of our takes, but did it in a very funny way. Uh, we talked a little bit about some of the offseason moves since this was our first show of the season, uh, but then also ranked the East and the West teams uh, 1 through 10. So we had some fun with that. But that was it. That's all the administrative stuff. We'll be back tomorrow with the NBA bit. Um, I think at 9 a.m., followed by Shot Tank at 9 p.m. We'll have the NBA bit on Thursday, and then on Friday, the NBA bit. But we'll also have the underdog happy hour as we're rifling through uh, some double dribble NBA best ball uh, activity. So 
that's that for now. We got a fun partnership announcement coming up. Uh, I think next week I'll be able to announce it uh, as we head into the NBA season. So that's exciting. Get ready for some more fantasy sports, baby. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But enough of that. Enough of that BS. It's time to talk about all of the excitement last night of Chet and Wemby. And so we fired out some YouTube shorts this morning. I got to tell you, I, I know. I know it's the NBA preseason. I know no one is actually like trying right now. They're just getting out there, getting some reps in, playing 15 to 20 minutes, and then you shut it down. But good Lord, did that live up to the hype. Magnuson joined in the chat saying Chet versus Wemby was a lot of fun. You were in the building. Incredible. Boots on the ground from Magnuson. That was, it absolutely lived up to the hype. You saw some of the best of Wemby. I think like there was a lot of offensive highlights, right? There was a missed free throw put back that was just impossible to stay, to like defend, right? He just comes up over Chet, tips it in. There was a couple of offensive plays, but to me, the play that stood out the most from when Miami yesterday was he gets switched on to J-Dub, right? So Jalen Williams gets the ball. He's up at the angle of the three-point line. And now he's like, listen, I'm J-Dub. I'm, I'm fast. I, Wemby's too big for me. I'm just going to cook him, take it by him, and finish up at the rim. And he did. He cooked Wemby. He got right by Wemby. But here's the thing. Gumby went up there and slapped that ish away. So after getting burned on the take to the rim, Wemby just climbs over, slaps it across, blocks it off. And to me, that was one of the more incredible plays of the game. Let me hit you with some of the stats uh, just because I do think it's important to talk about like what they did in the short amount of time. So Wemby played night. Oh, first of all, the Thunder won 122 one. Wemby played 19 minutes and dropped 20 and five, 20 and five in 19 minutes, which is just, just absurd, right? I know I'm talking a lot about Wemby. I promise I'm going to talk about Chet too, because Chet was just as good last night. Uh, so Wemby had 20 and five in 19 minutes, Zach Collins, who is going to be starting at the five alongside Wemby at the four, uh, he dropped 15 and five and five, uh, J-Dub had 12 and four, Isaiah Joe off the bench got 14 and then Chet only played 16 minutes. Chet Holmgren played 16 minutes, basically a quarter and a timeout, and he dropped 21 and nine, almost with a double double in 16 minutes. And he just like, listen, you guys already know how I feel about Chet Holmgren. To me, I thought he was going to be, he was the best bet for rookie of the year because when we talked about it, his odds were like plus 800, right? Now I believe it's almost like even money or plus 300. I think Wemby's still the favorite, but. We I, And that was part of the reason that I was so high on the Oklahoma City Thunder, at least as a regular season team. But you plug Chet in there, and he was doing it on both ends. He was knocking down threes. He was getting tough and ones at the rim. He was defending on the other way. Like, he plugs in exactly what the Thunder were missing to be a competitive team. I mean, the Thunder already were a competitive team, but they were out there, you know, no disrespect, Kenrich Williams, but like, I, you guys didn't really have a big presence. And now all of a sudden you put someone that even though he looks like, you know, Wemby's, it's like the, the good, what was that? Um, good spy, bad spy, right? That old cartoon from way back. That's kind of what it looked like as those, those two freaks, alien versus predator energy were squaring off. Right. But he, I know he's 72 pounds, but he actually looks like he holds up. He holds up defensively. And if you're going to all of a sudden put in a rim protector that can still stretch the floor with SGA who plays at his own pace and can get to any spot that he wants with Giddy, who's this like mini triple double machine, Isaiah Joe, who's going to be shooting like 35, 38%, more than 35, 38% from three. Jalen Williams going into year two. The other Jalen Williams going into year two. I just think the upside on that team is immense, is immense.
Yeah, Maddie Harrison said you can be skinny and long as long as you aren't soft. Victor and Chet aren't soft. They really did. I mean, they came through. I mean, I watched a little bit of it last night. Uh, I watched most of the first half, and then I kind of tuned out for the second half, but then came back and like rewatched a lot of it this morning again after I sent my apology video to the YouTube gods. But good lord, man, they are gonna be fun. And I, I mean, if Wemby is out there doing this too, I mean, he. There was a play. There was a play. Uh, all right, we the people says I disagree. Chet is soft. Okay, based on based on what? Based on what? Um, Top shot comments is going to be cool when five thousand active users are going for four thousand Wemby's and four thousand Chets. I know, I know. Um, here's the thing. Wemby last night. There was a play where I think it was. It wasn't necessarily a dribble handoff, but he's coming around the arc, and he gets the ball, and then just kind of switches directions, step back three. Just like wild. It's wild. It just seems like I, and honestly, it made me, and all of my best ball uh, drafts, it made me think that I was like, man, I don't think I was taking enough of, uh, enough of Wemby. Um, dude, do, do you feel that way about Kevin Durant? We the people? Do you feel that? I mean, maybe if you do feel that way about KD, then it's fine. If you feel that way about KD, it's fine. Um, Stan says, I report your YouTube account because it sucks. Honestly, if people were reporting it because it sucks, I respect that because I think it takes a lot of work to provide feedback to anybody. And if you are willing to do the work and, and submit reports, then I, no, no disrespect. Okay. All right. We, the people you're absolved, you're absolved. You're allowed to, your, your take stands. Not that you weren't allowed to have a take, but your take stands. If you feel that way about KD, you're not allowed to root for any skinny people. Um, anyways, I'm so hyped. Uh, for both of these teams i think it's going to be fun like even if you're a spurs team and you win like 32 games like that's a fun 32 games man that is a fun 32 wins team if you got wemby out there uh and he's only going to get better he's only going to get better uh jared said he had a fluid three-point game was probably the most impressive thing i mean that was my takeaway when i saw him in summer league there was a play we, we were very lucky enough to be sitting like two rows behind bill simmons we were like right on the court and we had like a perfect lineup of like Wemby's like follow through as it was like lined up with the rim. Um, it was just like this perfect angle. And I was like, man, this dude looks like JJ Reddick pulling a three. Like it just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm very excited. Santa's boys. Welcome to the chat. He said, who are we talking about? Uh, we were talking about uh, Chet versus Wemby last night, but Oh God, I'm ready for regular season basketball. And again, this is like straight up overreaction. It's a preseason game. Starters weren't like SGA wasn't out there. Oh, everybody's playing a quarter and a half. That's about it. Um, yeah. And we, the people Wemby Duncan off his own miss three will forever stay in my brain. It's insane. I'm ready for it. Give me regular season action. Uh, there's just so many league pass teams like the thunder, the Spurs, the Pacers all stick out. Even the Rockets all stick out as teams that I'm very excited to watch. Even the Blazers now, these new look Blazers, I'm excited to watch. So I'm ready for it. Also, it is too hot in here. I need to take this hoodie off. Uh, they got they got me hot. Let's do an ad read real quick before we move into some of the other games so I can change. Today's NBA bit is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy Sports. Whether you're drafting Luka first overall in best ball or fading Wemby blocks in the pickums, Underdog is where you'll find team hold sign up today at underdogfantasy.com or just click the link in the description to get started and by signing up using promo code hold h-o-l-d you will get a 100 deposit bonus match up to a hundred dollars that's a free honey so sign up today using promo code hold h-o-l-d and get started at underdogfantasy.com 
All right, we're back. And in a crisp white tea, if I do say so myself, shout out to plain white teas. Never forget. Hey there, Delilah. Uh, also, speaking of that ad read real quick, if you haven't signed up for Underdog, they're actually doing a special promo right now. It's not a free honey. It's a free five honey. So you get it's up to a $500 deposit bonus match. Um, so, I yeah, if you haven't messed around with Underdog, now is the time to just get some free dollars. Some free dollars. 100% deposit bonus match up to five honey. Uh, so get excited about that. All right. I, I don't know if there's anything else people want to say. I agree with we, the people, uh, saying that the, uh, there's some, the, the league's in good hands with all these young stars. It's going to be, you know, even the vets, the vets are going to be in competitive teams. The young guys, maybe not so much, but it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. We're also going to, we'll look at some so rare in a little bit. I want to hit, there was two other games last night. I want to talk about real quick. The Celtics played the bing bong knickerbockers of New York. Um, Thankfully, honestly, I was a little bit nervous at the Celtics because there were some rumors that Joe Mazzulla was like, yeah, dude, I treat the preseason like the regular season. Everybody plays 30 minutes. And I got a little bit nervous that he was going to do that. However, he did not. He sat the zanger. He sat Tatum. He sat Brown. He sat Al uh, and kind of slowed it down a little bit and rolled out basically an improv team for the starting five. But uh, one thing I Peyton Pritchard, man, he has now scored 47 points in two preseason games. He went for 21, five and three. And all of you, we, the North fans, uh, Banton, uh, he, he dropped 20 of his own last night. I know you guys love Banton. Uh, I think he was like game week one of so rare darling. Uh, so he dropped 20 and then she had 15 off the bench on the Knicks side of things. And again, the Knicks won this game. So let's pump them up a little bit. Mitch Robin, uh, only a handful of minutes dropped a 10 and seven line. Julius Randall. Oh, should we do a regular season? Randall drop a regular season. Randall, where you at girl? Where you at girl? Where's Julius at? I know the price is wrong on this, but we're going to run it. A regular season. Go. We love to see that. Uh, so Randall uh, dropped 11 and four. RJ had 12. Emmanuel quickly, though, uh, he was the one who played the closest to regular minutes, dropped 21 points, 21 points. So uh, IQ in in a regular season form here. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to uh, watch what IQ does, especially because I imagine as the season goes along, if they do make any sort of trade mid season, it's going to be those picks and IQs probably included. I think will be the fastest paced team in the league. I feel like most teams have added speed. I think the Pacers are going to be doing everything they can to just run as like, just run. Uh, they are built to run both their first unit and their second unit. I think the Pacers are going to be probably the fastest team in the league. Um, I don't even think it's going to be close. I think they are just going to be flying around there. And I'm that's why they're like one of my favorite league pass teams. I think the Blazers are going to be up there too. I don't think the Blazers are going to be playing too much of a, a staunch tight defense. I feel like they're just going to have Scoot, Simon, Sharp, Grant just out there running up and down, jacking threes in big old L's. But I'd put most of my money on the Pacers for the fastest pace team. Uh, yeah, except eight and we'll slow them down or the Time Lord. Um, but yeah, those two. Uh, one more game, one more game to hit. I don't think there was anything to really take away from the Knicks Celtics, but the Lakers and Nets played. Uh, Lakers won 129-126. How about? Cam Thomas, shout out Jay Blaze if he's still out in these streets. Cam Thomas had himself a game, 26 points. Ben Simmons had 10 points and three boards in 14 minutes. Can we have a conversation around Ben Simmons for a second? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I think this is where I'm landing on the Ben Simmons conversation. I am going to draft him in best ball late because he's going very late. I'm going to draft him late. 
and I just am not going to talk about him. I'm not going to pump him. I'm not going to disparage him. Uh, I There is a part of me that is like, oh, my God, is Ben Simmons back? But I don't want to be those people on Twitter. I was making fun of those people on Twitter, right? He has been an off-season superhero and done nothing in the regular season for multiple years now. Maybe it was injury-related. Maybe it was mental health-related. Maybe he doesn't like basketball. Who knows? Who knows? But I, I do, I'm a, I'm a little, I'm hedging a little bit in my best ball streets, but I, where, where are you guys landing on the Ben Simmons conversation? Like, are we think like, Hey, maybe his back's finally healthy. Maybe if, yeah. Okay. So we, the people says if Simmons game last night is what he'll be, I'm here for it. Right. Is he just gonna, I think somebody said this last night, maybe it was Steve and the 89 Cavs. Like what if he plays, just plays the four plays really good defense, facilitates offensively drives to the rack a little bit. There was a clip of him uh, taking it hard with his right hand uh, yesterday and laying it in, just going right by um, right by uh, LeBron. Uh, they did refer to him as Ben 10 on social media last night. I'm out on that. I don't want that. No Ben 10. Come on. Come on. But I do, I wonder, like, is maybe there's no pressure, right? There's no KD. There's no Kyrie on this team. There's no Harden. This team's supposed to suck. Or they're supposed to be like a, a 6 to 12 seed, right? There's no, no, not a lot of nationally televised games. He's got Mikel Bridges out there, Cam Johnson, Claxton. Maybe he just kind of fits in and plays okay. Uh, Bottavine says, I agree. I've been drafting him late in fantasy, but I refuse to get my um, my hopes up. Santa's boy saying he's going to drop a 10, 6, and 4 with like a steal and a half. Um, and then looking for food says, anything about Simmons with a question mark at the moment. That's fair. And then, of course, Steve says Luke Cornett is better. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me hit the rest of that game. Right. So Simmons with 10 and three, uh, Austin Reeves dropped 18. Anthony Davis continues, dude. Again, if he stays on the court, man, dude is a freak. So he, 13 and seven in 14 minutes, <laughs> 13 and seven in 14 minutes. Rui dropped 19 off the bench. Rui looks good. Uh, and then LeBron had a 10 and five in a short amount of time as well. So, uh, again, nothing, we don't have to overreact too much or freak out about what we're seeing in, uh, this preseason action, but I think everybody's looking good. Why your dad saying I got a big fade, big fade. He's not good. Being uh, being drafted late don't make you good. Yeah, you know what though? You know the the one thing I would say about that, like in best ball, right? At, by the time I'm drafting Ben Simmons, I already have four guards, right? So if I'm drafting him, he's like my fifth guard, and you only need to play two, right? There's two guards, two wings, one big, and one flex. So really, you know, maybe I'm throwing away a pick. But if you do get him right, and he does come back to that form, I don't know. I feel like it's one of those high risk, low. I, I'm sorry, low risk, high reward picks in that situation. But I respect the take. I respect the full fade. And I mean, I guess we should talk about this a little bit. I posted on our. Um, I'll share screen here in a second. Let me go over to the community page. Um, because I posted who will win the MVP uh, this season, and you know, I just put down the three. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I put down the three like big favorites, right? Luca, Jokic, and then threw SGA in there. 36% said Luca, but 29% said other. And in the comments, we saw, wow, it's 28 comments. People, people getting freaky. So there's a lot of like Giannis conversation in there. Uh, some Tatum as well. AD, somebody said Jalen Green. I think that's wild. Embiid, LeBron, AD again, Russ, which is wild. Uh, Charizard, that's wild. Steph. Um, but I do think. I do think the Anthony Davis conversation is pretty interesting when it comes to MVP because you're right. We, the people, if he stays healthy there, you know, LeBron again is, is doing things we haven't seen before at this age. 
I imagine they don't want to lean on him too heavily. You can make the same argument that the Lakers don't want to lean on AD too heavily either because neither of them are trying to win regular season championships. They're trying to win the NBA championship, so they need to be right in April. But if AD is going to get out there and play 72, 75 games, I don't know. I feel like I feel like they have a real shot at being out there. Look at New Swami. I see you, girl. Um but I, I like, I don't know. I feel like that's like a fun little bet. And speaking a big fan of high risk, low reward, LOL. Um, I don't know. I feel like that could be a fun bet of chasing Anthony Davis's MVP season because if, say the Lakers finish a top three seed, it's not going to be because LeBron was averaging 20 and 12, right? It's going to be because Anthony Davis went ham. And Jokic has put up the same numbers year after year for the last like four seasons, essentially. I could see the league not really wanting to give it to him again. Impede won it last year. Who knows what that's going to look like? Luca, I feel like, you know, the map, yeah, Luca could get it if they finish a top three seed too. But I, that's a big if, if they can finish a top three seed. And I feel like the Lakers are built a little bit more to win. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like the Anthony Davis conversation is fun. Who are you guys, who are you guys throwing out there for uh, potential MVP? takes? Uh, Santa's boy says Tatum, Luca, if he's a Tatum or Luca, if they're top four seeds. Yeah. Who will be this year's Kings team says regulator. So I think the two, the two answers, I think it's both coming out of the West because I think the Celtics and the Bucks are just too good in the East and the East kind of sucks in general outside of those two squads. For me, it's either the Kings or the, I mean, uh, the Pelicans or the Thunder. Uh, you know how I feel about the OKC Thunder. I said, they're going to be a top four team in the West earlier in this offseason. So I'm obviously planting that flag. We already just gushed about Chet Holmgren. Uh, but I do think they almost could, run out an identical season of what uh, the Kings did where they, they finish in the top four and then get bounced in the first round. Cause they're not really playoff ready yet. But again, their starting five is up there with everybody. SGA, Giddy, J dub, right? All young guys continuing to make leaps. I do feel like SGA is going to be in the MVP conversation. If they finish top four, then you throw out, I'm sorry, are we going to do a drop? You throw out there a little Lou Dort. So go ahead, turn your headphones down. <laughs> Oh, and Dort and then Chet Holmgren. So I I feel like the Thunder, uh, the Thunder are definitely going to be a competitive team, and I feel like they could rip off a bunch of regular season wins. They're going to be hungry for it. The Pelicans are the other one where, like, again, you look at what their record was in mid December. I think uh, uh, Zion got hurt in the first week of January, but if you look at what their 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 standings. Sorry, if you look at the Western Conference standings in like late December, the Pelicans were like tied with the Nuggets for the best team in the West. I know that's a small sample size. You're only a two and a half months into the season. But you, if Zion, again, if, 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 if Zion is healthy and playing his full allotment of minutes, you have Ingram who's back, CJ McCollum, Jonas Valanciunas, Herb Jones, Trey Murphy's going to miss a few weeks, and he'll be back, Jose Alvarado. Like, I think they could be another team that could just rip off a ton of regular season W's and then probably get bounced early in the first season. Uh, I mean, in the first round. We the people said, if Zion misses another season, does he then turn to Anthony Bennett? You know what's different about, I, I see what you're saying. Anthony Bennett, though, wasn't that he was injured. It was just that he was bad. Like, it was just a bad first round pick. So Zion, we've seen him actually produce. We've seen Zion be like one of the better players in the league, right? He was like in the all-NBA conversation. Even people were like, oh, is he MVP? Uh, we were talking a lot about that, right? And so I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's okay to I don't think that I don't think that's the same comparison because Zion can do it. But if he misses this season, I'm done buying the hype. I'm I'm over it. 
Um, excuse me. Tesla said AD finally ready to take over the Lakers five years after LeBron asked him to. I know. I know. It's silly. And Way Dad said Ant Man will probably be in the conversation. I think if it's not the um if it's not those two, right? If it's not um the Thunder or the Pelicans, I think the Wolves are a fine example too. I thought the Wolves last year were probably gonna win 50 regular season games uh and be a team. I thought they were gonna do what the Kings did. I thought they were gonna be a top four team in the West, maybe top five, and then get bounced in the first round because I just don't think they're built to win playoff games. But we saw Ant-Man be like the guy for Team USA, which didn't even medal, by the way. But we saw him be the guy. We now know Cat is healthy, right? Because he missed so much time last year. I forget. I think people forget that like they didn't really have their squad. You got Mike Conley for a full season now. I know Mike Conley is old, but I don't know. I, I could see them winning a ton of regular seasons and then getting bounced. Um, all right. Way Dad also came into the chat saying, speaking of Trey Murphy, I have 65% of them in 100 DK traps. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I thought Trey was going to... Um, was going to miss more time and he's not um he's he's only missing a few weeks so i i like that too and then regulators saying who on the east man it's hard to pick anybody in the eastern conference to like make a leap right there right like because the celtics and bucks are just going to be so good and i think they really are going to separate themselves and i still think the knicks and Cavs are very good like I, to me those are the top four teams in whatever it, the one two celtics bucks whatever order three four Knicks, Cavs, whatever order, you know, like I, I feel like those are clearly the top four. The Sixers are going to take a step back because if Harden is there, I don't trust him to perform because he wants to be out. And we've seen what Harden does when he's in a situation he doesn't want to be in. Embiid, I don't know. I have new coach, all that stuff. I just feel like they take a step back while everyone else in the Eastern Conference got a little bit better. Uh, so I just don't see it. I don't see Miami. I'm sorry. I know the Miami people are going to be so mad. I mean, even if you are a Miami Heat fan, you have to look around what happened in the Eastern Conference and be like, are we really hoping that Orlando Robinson turns into an MVP player? Because we lost two of our five starters. We didn't get anything back. So I, I'm sorry. I don't see it with Miami. I think the Pacers could go out there and uh, rip off a couple of wins. Sorry, we're going to do a quick mental health check because your boy has got a cough here. I'm sorry this didn't come with a hand job. I just don't think it's included in the airdrops. It's stylistically, that's tough to include that in an airdrop. I'm sorry, Veronica. I just don't see it. I mean, I'm sure you feel similarly, right? You have to be bummed with how the offseason went. But however, I mean, Miami, and Miami doesn't care about the regular season. They try to win the playoffs, and they do. The eight seed that went to the finals. Um, I'm worried about the Cavs, two small guards. Yeah, I think they did. I think Max Struess, like I know it's not a big name. I think that was a good addition. Uh, that was that was brutal. That was a brutal spot. LOL, Max was not a starter. Who? Oh, okay. All right. I did he not start for you in the finals, Stan? Did he not start for you in the finals? I thought Max Struess and Gabe Vincent were both starting games for you throughout that entire playoff run. Um, you're right, Stan. You should actually you feel good about your squad, Stan. God, take a bong rip, bro. Um, take a little bong rip. Settle down, Stanley. Um, and but anyways, back to the Eastern Conference. I don't see the Hornets doing it. Speaking of which, Kai Jones about to get fined out of his ass there, uh, as he publicly requested a trade on Twitter, which is against the collective bargaining agreement. Wild, wild, wild. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe the Hawks. You could say the Hawks finally get it together. That the vibe is a little bit better. You got Quinn Snyder now. 
can like actually implement his offense. They still have a ton of talent, even though they lost John Collins for nothing. Uh, you still have Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, Bogdan Bogdanovich. You got DeAndre Hunter, the young guys in Jalen Johnson, AJ Griffin, the rookie they're pretty excited about, and then the two bigs in Capella and Okongu. Okay. I think the Pacers are going to be really fun. I don't think they're built to like make it to a five seed or a four seed, right? Um, I I kind of like the Orlando Magic to to win more games this season, but again, are they really like leapfrogging the Knicks or the Cat? You know what I'm saying? Like the the drop off is just so so big in the East. I just don't see it. But again, I mean that's what was special about the Kings run last season because I don't think anybody saw that happening either, right? So. I don't know. Do you guys you guys have any Eastern Conference takes? I don't I don't see it. I it feels like too clear cut. It feels like there's a, a top two and then there's a three and a four, and then everyone is between like six and fifteen. Um and regulator in the chat saying West is so much better than the East and is so top loaded that 36 wins could make the playoffs. No, I think that's right. I mean, I think one of like the Magic, the Pacers, I mean, even the Hornets, like I don't like what the Hornets did. I don't really love the Brandon Miller pick. I don't like the squad is in weird is a weird spot, but I don't know. There we go. Yeah, I mean, and Steve and Justin officially dubbed the Eastern Conference as the Church League. So um, there you go. The Eastern Conference is the Church League. We love it. All right, we're going to pivot, and uh, I want to hit a couple of things on So Rare. If you guys have any other uh, season-long, uh, regular season stuff, throw it in the chat. Looking for Foots is Wiz, the new Kings. Now, the Wiz are the only team that are going to be out there losing on purpose. Oh, I see what you're saying. The new Kings as in not last season, but like the former Kings. We're going to take our, our quick So Rare break as we jump into So Rare. Let's go. Today's NBA bit is brought to you by So Rare. Daily fantasy sports is annoying. Constantly paying attention to injury news, who's starting, who's sitting, and just having to remember to enter your lineups each and every day. With So Rare, you just have to enter your lineup once for each game week. And instead of having to pay an entry fee each time you enter a contest with So Rare, once you buy your cards, the tournaments are free. Each game week, you'll have a chance to win more card rewards to bolster up your roster. And this year, SoRare is introducing cash prizes. So sign up for SoRare today using the link in the description, and they'll start you with 20 free common cards. And by using our link, once you buy five cards from auction, they'll give you a six one free. So sign up for SoRare today and see if you can take down Mike SoRarian. Uh, regulator, I hope so for your sake, because I know you're a Hornets fan. I do not see a world in which Brandon Miller has a better season than Scoop. I just don't. I mean, he's not going to get the same opportunities. He's just going to be a three and D guy next to LaMelo. You got LaMelo, Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, PJ Washington. Like, he, you know, while Scoot is going to be leading the offense of a team that is bad, bad, bad. Um, okay. Stan says Boston got worse at KP injury away from 48 minutes of ancient Horford. So like, I think anybody that thinks Boston got worse by adding Drew Holiday and Porzingis is actually um, a dumb person. So I don't see that. I don't see like that is a bad take. The injury thing, I'll listen to. If you're saying like, oh, they might get hurt and then they'll be bad. Well, you know what, man? If Giannis gets hurt, I think the Bucks are going to be pretty bad. Jimmy Butler hates playing regular season games. So you guys are fucked. Like that's the same. If Jokic gets hurt, I don't think the Nuggets are going to be pretty good. If Kevin Durant gets hurt, I think the Suns might be bad, right? So like the injury thing is for literally every team in the entire league because the margins are so thin. Um, I know you are dumb too. I'll give you, I just don't, you, they, the five that they are going to run out, they have two of like the top 10 
guard uh, defending guards in the league in Derek White and Drew Holiday. Porzingis, like Porzingis was awesome last year. So again, the only thing I will listen to is you're just like, Porzingis is going to get hurt. That's it. So if you're just predicting injuries, what are you, you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, but anyways, let's keep, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it cracking. Uh, the Celtics moves were definitely risky, but feels like they needed a shakeup to get over the top. Yeah, I just don't, I don't see it. They lost the six man of the year, defensive player of the year, and best big defender. Drew was awful offensively in the playoffs. The sample size of Drew being, uh, oh wait, offensively. No, Drew was offensively, but Drew, for two of those games against the Miami Heat, Drew was their only scorer, right? Middleton off of injury, Giannis was hurt. Now Drew is the fourth option offensively. I don't understand how people are incapable of figuring that out, right? He went from ball dominant while also having to defend the best player on their team to now, hey, man, we just need you to like take over for a few minutes a game, right? I, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like you guys are all, you're treating Drew and Porzingis like they're the number one option. Like this is Tatum's team. So I, whatever, whatever. Um, if the Celtics get 55 games from KP, they make the conference finals. Yeah. Well, they make the conference finals regardless. That's what we do. We make the conference finals and then we lose. Uh, all right. Let me go pop, pop over to so rare real quick. Cause I made some moves. I finally made some moves after uh, winning, um, winning all that cash prizes uh, on Sunday for some Sunday night football. So I scooped up some stuff here. Um, wait, hold on. Tesla says, do you think Jalen was trolling people with that right hand dribbling uh, video? No way. He's that bad. Well, you know what they were doing though? Uh, in that Jalen Brown, like that's a, a dribbling drill, right? Where you're just doing those power dribbles. So no one actually dribbles like that for real. I think that was just, I think that was a drill that he was doing. I just, uh, yeah. But I, what I think was stupid was whoever posted that. Um, uh, Porzingis plays around the perimeter. Al is a hammy away from retirement. Tatum will have to carry the team. They will, yeah. Tatum will have to carry the team, but that's what your best players do. So I don't hate that. Uh, I am nervous about the Al thing. I do think I do think they are thin at big. But anyways, let's go back over here. So this is what I scooped up yesterday, starting with Mark Williams. So scooped up a Mark Williams right there. Mark Williams rare. Devin Vassell rare. We picked up PJ Washington as well. And then I want to shout out Jeb who threw these out here because I wasn't thinking about this, but I scooped up a Yuta and an Eric Gordon just as like low cap plays on. It's like someone, one of these dudes has to play a lot of minutes for the Suns because they're not going to play KD, Beal, and Booker all like 40 minutes a game. And then uh, shout out Maddie Harrison who put me on Grant Williams. I thought that was a good call. Uh, and then DeAndre Ayton as well, who that was more of a value play. Like he's he was relatively cheap for what I think he's going to be doing and so rare. So that's kind of where I was at. I real oh yeah, I did say PJ. I'm sorry. Let me give you a little P. Let me give you a little PJ Washington drop, like the old days, baby. PJ Washington. <laughs> Uh, looking for food was like you doing a Celtic collection on so rare to get that sweet 5% bonus. No. And here's why, because this should be a fantasy game. I've said this a bunch of times. Stop making this a digital collectible. It's a collector. No, stop it. Stop it. Just be a really good fantasy product. Don't start saying like, Oh, if you buy these 55 things, you get an extra bonus. No, just be a fantasy product. Please. So rare. Um, 
But anyways, this is what I was looking at. I Now, the thing I'm struggling with here, I feel like I do need to get an MVP. And so I wanted to scroll through some of the highest average scores. And I want to see, like, what do you guys think stand out? And for those that don't know, like, the way the product works here is for the, the champion modes, you get to play an MVP that doesn't affect your cap, right? So it's just like one free square and then, and then the salary cap starts. Right. So I was looking at it, right. And like, you look at these prices. I mean, so Jokic, I mean, Jokic is just so expensive, uh, almost $1,200 there for his rare, but again, is like cap 67, but again, he's amazing. And then you got Devin Booker, AD, and then Dame AD. I feel like again, but he's almost 700 bucks. Like it's tough to uh, pill to swallow. You got Jimmy Butler there. Ant-Man is way up there. Tatum's way up there. Tyrese Halliburton under 500. And then you got Luca up there at 1600. Giannis over to grand. And then Jamal Murray, which I thought was crazy that he's got a cap of 50 and he's only 173. But again, that's not really MVP material. You can make a case for LaMelo. There's Steph down here. Trey, the price goes down. Brandon Ingram, uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, I don't, I just don't really know what to do. There we go. Reese Davies in the chat. What's up, Reese? Um, I don't really know where to go for MVP. I mean, I guess you could make a case for KD. He's relatively cheap there. I really want to get SGA like SGA would be a lot of fun. So you referenced Jordan Poole, Matty. I, so the thing I'm nervous about with Jordan Poole, I do think he's going to have a great season, right? I do think he's going to be like a fantasy monster, but you look at his price and I mean, the dude is going to turn the ball over so much. But I mean, he should have. He said he had the greenest of green lights, I believe. I guess two hundred bucks isn't terrible. Wow, and his cap's only nineteen. I didn't realize his cap was that low. Um, so there we go. Looking for food, said Brunson. Uh, Brunson got you some good scores there. Uh, that's that's an interesting shout out. Um, Nurse gonna play and beat into the ground. I do think that is true. Like you could make that case, right? Because Nick Nurse loves to play his dudes. Let's look at what Tyus Jones is. I I just think Tyus Jones is gonna be on a different team. I guess not right away. But um, Tyus is at ninety three. Like that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Let me go back over to my collection here for a second because I I have some like dog dog doo doo rares as well. We're up to fifteen rares. And what did I buy yesterday? Like seven of them. Um, because I did, you know what? It was so funny. And I want to congratulate So Rare because this is something Top Shot has yet to figure out. Uh, and I know it's a different product. It was more of an LOL at myself. At the end of the regular season, I started, or like into the playoffs as some of the stuff was popping a little bit. I sold off some of my, like the, my players that are in the playoffs. I sold off some of those to save up a little ETH. Um, and this is like, I, I just assumed prices were going to go down. And cause that's what I'm used to <laughs> and they did it. They didn't really go down. Uh, so you were better off just holding everything. I do think that as auctions start coming off, cause you got to remember, right? Those boosts that you got for year one will go away. Cause they'll be added to year two as they start auctioning. I imagine, uh, prices dip a little bit there, but, um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, uh, Stan is saying, actually, let's go back over to the market. Stan saying Westbrook's too cheap. I was looking at Westbrook. I am nervous that they do add Harden, but I was listening to, I forget what podcast was it? The athletic NBA show maybe, um, was saying like, you know, what if Maury just does, yeah, I was saying, what if Maury just doesn't like the deal? And it's like, no, I'm not going to move you. Like I'll, you're just going to have to be unhappy. Uh, and then Harden is just kind of stuck in no man's land, but you're right. Uh, his cap is 40, which is a little bit high because of his playoff run, but 65 bucks isn't too bad right there at all. Uh, that was brutal, dude. Those playoff things are brutal, brutal. Uh, Tessa said, couldn't, um, couldn't Jokic just skip scoring for an entire regular season and get the ball to Jamal Murray to get him to all NBA feel like it's in play with Jokic's I don't give a fuck attitude. 
that you know, I was thinking about Jamal Murray a little bit. That's a great question. Um, I, I feel like it's going to be so hard for him to make All NBA though. And I forgot. I like had I was tweeting about it, but I forgot that the the rules changed this year, right? And it's not like he doesn't have to finish one of the top six guards. He has to finish one of the top fifteen players in the league, right? Because it's positionless now for All NBA. And I mean, you think about like the list. And I, you guys know how I feel about Jamal Murray. You absolutely know how I feel. I love Jamal Murray. Let me actually see if I can find it because I made, I made a list of this because I, I was tweeting this out of like players right right off the top of the dome that he would have to beat out right in order to make All NBA. And it, honestly, if you're the Denver Nuggets, you kind of don't want him to make All NBA because then he's eligible for that super duper super duper max. All of a sudden. He's making Jalen Brown money, and I don't know if you want to be paying him that. Even though, like, dude, shout out, shout him out. I hope he gets all the money in the world because you know I love Jamal Murray. Sorry, give me one second as I'm pulling this up here. So, all right, if he was to make All-NBA, these are the just the guards that he'd have to beat out. Ready? He'd have to beat out Steph Curry, Dame, SGA, Jalen Brown, Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, De'Aaron Fox, Jalen Brunson, Halliburton, Ant-Man, and Garland. Right now, he will beat some of those out. Right as I got towards the end of the list, I could see him having a better statistical season than Brunson, than uh, Garland, than Trey, than Donovan Mitchell. But I mean, again, even if let's Steph, Dame, SGA, JB, Kyrie, Luca, Booker, and then I'll I will say Donovan Mitchell. Right, and even Halley's going to have an, an incredible statistical season. That's like eight dudes. Now that's just the guards. Now you bring in some of the other dudes like Giannis, Tatum, Luca, Embiid, Jokic, AD, LeBron, Jimmy, Bam, Mikel Bridges, Kevin Durant, Laurie Markkinen. Like the list goes on. That's just a ton of dudes he has to beat out. Um, but let's see. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, he may make third team if he stays healthy. I know I get just top 15, right? So that means he's, he's player 10 through 15. I listen, I'm rooting for it. I hope, I hope he gets all the cash. Yeah, definitely better than Garland. I know. I agree. I think he's better than Garland. I think he's better than Brunson. I think he's better than Donovan. Like I'm taking him over a lot of those guys. Um, I'm just saying like, that is the list of dudes he has to beat out. And then I got to tell you how many people were in my comments being like, yeah, but what that doesn't get you rings. Jamal Murray is your playoff dog. And I was like, yes, I know that. I know that. But just because SGA maybe had a better regular season uh, than Jamal Murray, say Jamal Murray, oh, this is a bad example. We don't give the finals MVP to the best regular season player, right? Same way we don't give playoff awards to regular season. Like, no shit, Jamal Murray was awesome in the finals and in the playoffs and was incredible. That's just not how awards work. So take it up with Adam Silver, you dummies. Uh, Lonnie Walker could get lots of places, Grote. Yeah, I don't hate that. Uh, the Brooklyn stuff, I don't want to – actually, let's see how expensive Lonnie Walker is because uh, I don't want to spend a lot of money on somebody like that when I don't really know what Brooklyn is going to do. 31, that's not terrible. That's not terrible. Yeah, I hope um, I hope he does play 30 minutes a game. I hope he does. And yes, regulator, it is positionless this season. It is positionless this season. So it's going to be harder to get those awards. Um, and Tessa said, I feel like the Nuggets could just use this entire regular season as a big experiment. Yeah, they could. I mean, who knows? I, I'm, I'm excited to see. I think uh, Jokic does get, I mean, rightfully so, this whole I don't give a fuck attitude. Um, but I'm telling you, man, he still wants to be dominant. I just don't think his personality is somebody that talks about it. Like he's still clearly, he still cares. You know, he wants to be good. He wants to be great. I still think they're going to be really, um, really good. Reese is saying Schroeder is going to be a smash play for the start of the season. Is it because his cap is so low? Is that why? Um, Cause I, I'm not really sure how they're going to use him. 
Um, Kappa 17. I don't know. I just feel like Scotty Barnes is the better buy. Cause like, all right, let's see. So that's 90 bucks for Kappa 17 for Dennis Schroeder, who like, I don't know what his usage is going to be or Scotty Barnes. I mean, I guess it's 138, but man, he's going to be playing point forward. Uh, Tesla said I'm high on Clay and Jamal being another year on from injury. Any similar examples? Uh. That's good. Like they're healthy now, right? Cause we did see, I know Clay flamed out a little bit in the playoffs, but Clay was good. Um, that like second half of the season, his shot came back. I'm just a little bit nervous without slow Clay looks, but everybody's been pumping him up in the off season. Jamal, who else was coming back, um, in year two from, from that injury. I don't know. It's a good, it's a good question. I'll have to think about that. I don't know if anybody has it in the chat. All right. Seems I will. You know what seems just for you. We'll do a sneeps minute here. We'll look up Dougie McBuckets here. Doug McBuckets you can get for 19 bucks. Um, cool. The other one I wanted to look up for you is Luke Cornette. They, the Celtics do seem pretty high on Luke Cornette, by the way, he's got 16 bucks there. So I don't know. I feel like that could be a shot in the dark, pretty cheap grab for Lucas Cornette. But they, uh, cause uh, Joe Missoula, I mean, granted he has to say this cause they don't have anybody else, but they're like, we're actually very comfortable with Luke Cornette playing the backup big minute. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I agree with this. Uh, reckon Kaminga gets an uptick in minutes cause his cap is mad low. Yeah. Kaminga's solid. Uh, we can look at his price. The thing about Kaminga right now too, especially at the beginning of the season, I don't know how they're going to play it, but, uh, you know, Draymond is going to miss a, uh, like a few at least two to three weeks of the regular season right so dudes like Kaminga Wiggins Looney probably lock themselves into some more minutes because it's not like you can just fill in CP3 in that role um right so Kaminga there we go low wow cap of five I didn't realize that and I mean what we talked about him yesterday he dropped 24 points in 24 minutes so I like that Simon's getting the most minutes on Portland this season. Yeah, I think Simon, Sharp, and Scoot are all fine. I think, like, for fantasy plays, are all fine. All fine. How much is Kai? I mean, I imagine Kai is very cheap right now. I think I own Kai as well. Um, I, yeah, I'm I'm nervous for Kai. He's 16 bucks. I'm nervous that he's not going to play basketball again. They did say Draymond would be good for the. I thought he was going to miss, like, four to six weeks. They said he's going to be back. Um, Interesting. And yeah, I saw that report about Clay too. That, that I remember hearing that he didn't do much because he was kind of like scared to play any pickup and do anything because he didn't want to get hurt again because that's how he got hurt the last time. So uh, I did. I was hearing reports about that as well. But anyways, I think we're gonna call it there, guys. We did it. Look at us. I didn't know if we would have forty eight minutes. I did not know we would have forty eight minutes in us, but we did it. We did it. Um, all right. Just a reminder: tomorrow morning, I think it's gonna be nine a.m. It might be noon if I'm sleepy after uh, my show tonight. All right. If I'm sleepy, it might be noon, but I would like for it to be nine a.m. to stay on schedule, and then we will have Shot Tank at nine p.m. Do me a favor. Go check out 89 Cavs from last night. It really was a fun show. I want more eyeballs on the Cavs. All right. The Cavs are fun. Uh, so make sure you click all the links. Uh, excited to it works. We're getting close. You can feel the energy changing, right? NBA Twitter was lighting up last night as we got Chet and Wemby action. It's got me hyped. I'm ready for it. I am ready for it. Reset can't wait for live before lock again. Yeah, locking that down right now, which is very exciting. Uh, we got Ghost and TST making their return. We'll have some so rare content is going to be coming fast and furious starting next week. So get excited. Hope everybody has a nice little Tuesday. Take care of yourself, and we will see you tomorrow. We're out. <laughs>